Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, better known as the Dr. Pat Show, the vibe of Thrive. Thrive, not better known as, but kind of equally known as, well, or more recently known as. And we want to welcome you to the show. I want to make sure that everybody out there knows if you want more information about us, just simply go to the website, www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, PatShow.com, or even more simply put, DrPatLive.com, DrPatLive.com. What a show we have planned for you today. I want to start out by saying I, I feel so amazingly blessed about the people that I get to talk to every day. And uh, part of that is having conversations with people that are right in our own backyards, people that are are out there in the world doing amazing things, holistic makeover winners, and much more. Whether you be an author or an actor, whether you be somebody that, just like I used to do, selling hot dogs and loving the job that you're doing, the point is we're all here to live life full out and to help others do the same. And so today, I'm so thrilled and honored that we're going to be having a conversation with someone that I grew up with. Someone that I grew up with weekdays and got to see her right there out in front every day, Kathy Lee Gifford. She's joining us here today because she has just put out a book, a book that I relate so well to. Uh, the book is called Just When I Thought I Dropped My Last Egg, Life and Other Calamities. Mm. Don't you think? I would only hope to know what's in that book. Well, there's a lot in that book. But boy, you know, she really is speaking for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to watch Kathy Lee, an enormous career, and have, you know, be so intimately involved with her and and just her love for Frank Gifford and and her children and her career and what she's done in the world has been incredible. Today she's joining us because she is on a book tour for many of us looking at the book uh, just when I jo- thought I dropped my last egg. She's also the New York Times bestselling author of I Can't Believe I Said That. But, you know, she has a really wonderful, wonderful, you know, history and journey. And so we get to chat with her today about, first of all, this book, but more importantly, what this book means. You know, why this book is important for people of all ages, but why this is something that in our society today we can talk about and talk about with pride. You know, what is it about our culture these days that enables us to look at our lives and say, you know, I'm just not buying in to some of the stuff people are saying about age. I do get to recreate and reinvent myself. And, you know, there are many, many, many things that I've learned 
And that's what we're going to talk about. And the book, by the way, is available just about everywhere. And so what is it like to grow up in the world of, uh, you know, celebrity and celebrity status? You know, what is it like? What are the lessons? How do you reinvent yourself? And then, you know, what is it that we can say about having this career that is so highly visible? In 1986, uh, Kathy Lee married ABC's Monday Night Football sports broadcaster and former NFL player Frank Gifford. Yeah, Frankie! <laughs> and many of us know Frank and love Frank. And, you know, for those of us that grew up watching East Coast uh, football, you know, we were there right there with her. And it was so wonderful to be able to understand what this journey was like. And so today, I get to talk with Kathy Lee Gifford. I get to have that conversation with her. And never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would be having this conversation with her. And so for many of you that listen to the show and you understand the Dr. Pat show, which, of course, you named, you know that it's been about the journey for me. And it's been about how we can help people out there right now. Our whole Pay It Forward program is about reaching out to another. Since I did the Pay It Forward program uh, that I did the other day and shared my point of view of what Pay It Forward means, I've received numerous emails about that show. And so here we get to talk with Kathy Lee about what this has been like for her and what does this mean when you realize especially as a woman that you have just dropped your last egg how does that play out in life what do you look forward to you know what are the things we can learn from somebody somebody such as kathy lee and so today's show we're going to explore the journey that she's been on this fabulous fabulous book that she has written and how amazingly I relate to so many, so many of the things she's had in here. Um, although I've never had dinner with Oliver Stone, uh, and, 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 but the point is, there are things that we learn along the way. There's this journey that we, we say yes to. And so the question is, how do we say yes to the journey and live this life with extraordinary dignity and live this life so that we become role models for other people? That's what Kathy Lee Gifford has done. And as I grew up in New York City and, and Jersey, of course, I got to be up close and personal with Kathy Lee on a regular basis. And now clear across the country, I get to have this conversation with her on what all of this means and much more. And so I'm so jazzed. I'm so thrilled. I'm so, as she says in her book, Looney Tunes, about today and today's conversation. And so we're going to be chatting. We're going to go right through until the half hour so that everybody out there can have a sense of what this journey is like. And how do you keep that smile? How do you take that picture? How do you say cheese? How do you do it and understand that you still have to live life? One of the most... um I would say heartfelt chapters in the book for me was this book about an attitude of gratitude. And I'm, I'm going to let you have her talk to you about that herself. And then you get to go through and explore this journey, this journey that brings you right to today's time and right to what it means to move through this world and start as this young person that can't even imagine what it's like to be 60 uh, or 50 and then all of a sudden find yourself as 50 
What is that like? What are the differences that you experience now? Well, fortunately for many of us, we live in a society where, <laughs> I don't know who invented this, but it was really so cool. You know, 50, you know, 50, 50 is today's 30. And so that must mean 60 is today's 40. Whatever that means, the question is, what do you have inside you? What is it that tickles your fancy every day? You know, what is it that you're waiting for that somebody else you think might help you with? The question is, what do you got to do inside? How do you pick yourself up and say, come on, baby, let's rock and roll? And that's the conversation. That's the book I just finished reading. I'm ready to do the marathon after reading this book. I want to welcome Kathy Lee Gifford to the show. Kathy Lee, welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you? I am so happy to be talking with you. Oh, stay back at you. Thank you. I don't know if you heard, but I grew up in New York and New Jersey, and I was one of these people that was probably standing out in the freezing cold one day trying to wave at you and say, there's Kathy Lee. You probably don't remember me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The one thing I still have is my memory. And, uh, yeah, I, I can picture you right now, Dr. Pat, but you didn't have your diploma yet. Oh, no, I didn't. As a matter of fact, I didn't think I was going to graduate high school. But, you know, here is this book that you've written, and I've been talking about it. Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, Just When I Thought I Dropped My Last Egg, Life and Other Calamities. I opened this book, and from the very, very first word that I pretty much read was your dedication to your mom. And I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, I, I really sense such a strong, deep love between you. And I wanted to ask you, how has that relationship inspired you today? Well, my mom, Joni, is the single funniest human being on the planet. <laughs> and she's that funny because she doesn't know it. She's just gone through life, you know, and she says things. She's dropped, dropped these malaprops. She's just. She, she has been a, she taught me how to laugh. And I think if there's nothing else a mother can do but teach your children how to laugh at life's absurdities, that's a great, great, great gift. The truth is I always had a much closer personal relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. So it complicated my relationship with my mom. But when my daddy passed away six years ago, my mom and I uh, uh, just became closer and closer and closer um, she, my daddy was just my hero, and she knew it. And he, my daddy was perfect in my mind. And my mom and I, we always were like oil and water. It didn't mean I didn't adore her. I adore her. But I just, I just, I, you know, felt, I don't know, somehow more, more, um, I don't know what the word is. Just more my daddy's girl than my mom's girl. Does that make sense? I totally get it. I am so there with you. I still have grease under my fingernails from working in the garage with my dad, okay? With your dad. <laughs> I mean, you know what a blessing that is? You know, <laughs> no. that is extraordinary to have those memories. And I, my mom and dad, I mean, I watched my mom throw chickens at my father. We're, not, we're talking entire chickens, not a little chicken breast, not a little leg. The entire chicken. She would throw iced tea on my brother at dinner if my brother got fresh and so it was like a flying um smorgasbord 
and my oh, you always. Oh my God! Never a dull moment. You and I have to talk offline because that's exactly what dinner was like. I mean, you know, you knew you were in trouble when the fork just missed your ear. No, it's a flying feast, right? (laughs) It is a flying feast. You know, I was talking before you came on about the book and how much you really do share, but you share it in such a beautiful, beautiful way. I mean, I'm reading one of the chapters. I'm laughing and I'm smiling at the same time. You have been through a lot. You have seen a lot, and you're still smiling. How the heck you do that? Oh, because life is precious, and I'm still here. And Paul Newman, you remember the story about Paul Newman? Yes. Book, where he taught me, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. And until my hiney gets hoisted on the gurney and I, and I ride into the sunset, I have a purpose still. And my purpose is every morning to get up. And first of all, thank God that I have another day of life. First of all, thank God that my children are safe healthy. My husband is. I have good friends. I have I have an opportunity to impact people's lives. And I think impacting them with, with humor is every bit as impacting them with anything else in life. I don't think everything has to be wrapped up in seriousness and, and dogma and theology. I think a smile and remembering somebody's name can change their life. And so I just approach it that way. And I have all my life. I always said, God, Give me the same love for the executive, for the, for the guard at the gate that I'm going to automatically have for the guy who's paying my checkbook, you know, paying my, my bills every year. Um, you know, and then it's really about that. It's about finding uh, the, the, the preciousness in every single person and, and not falling into that, that sick thing we have in our culture, which is unless somebody's big and important and rich mm. and powerful, that they are somehow valuable more valuable than any other human being is. They aren't in God's sight, so why are they to us? I think that's a good question. That's the question that I love, and I love the way you talk about it, because, you know, we are really being called right now to dig deep within and honor who each and every one of us are. And that's what I love about what you've put in this book, and actually what your life stands for, at least to me, is you are someone that I look at, Kathy Lee, and I think, man, she is like so much better than the Energizer Bunny. I can't wait to find out what Kathy Lee is doing next. Is that something that you learned along the way? I mean, you know, some people call it gumption. Or chutzpah. Or chutzpah. Yeah, I don't know. You know, my daddy was the son of a Russian Jew, a wonderful man who was a snake charmer, a, a carnival barker, and a, and a, and a, a prohibition. During prohibition, he made moonshine, you know. And that's my inheritance. That's my father's father. He also left my father's a mother with five kids to fend for herself. There was good and bad in him. My mom came from a really alcoholic, dysfunctional family, and yet when they, the two of them got together, they decided that family was going to be everything. And they were celebrating their 54th year together when my daddy passed away of a terrible illness. Mm. I saw my daddy work three jobs um, every, all my life jobs and my mom sell eggs door to door now we sell them on ebay you know but she sold like chicken eggs not her own door to door back then i saw them sacrifice and work hard and put family first and they never allowed themselves to be the victim you know life was hard for everybody back then and there weren't government subsidies for people you just had to make your way and i'm just so glad that glad that they gave me um a real visual on what that life is supposed to be about. Now, I can only look back on my life 
and I don't, I, I know the, the tough times I went through and stuff, but I just, I see the, the, the glass is way more full than it's empty. I mean, I've been able to live my dreams. I've been able to make my living doing what I love to do. I've been able to watch my children grow in health. And uh, we've been able, I've been laughed myself sick. I've been, I can't tell you how many thanks I've ruined in life because I've laughed myself sick. <laughs> and I think that's the key to everything is you find that the, um, so the humor in pain and you find the pain in, that's underlying in all true humor. And somewhere in the middle is bliss. You know, I mean, I've been the it girl and I've been the girl, if you know what I mean. Yes. And neither one of them are true. Somewhere in the middle is the truth. And you learn, you learn to, um, to just have a, a good perspective on life. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and she was turning 70, and she was all upset about it. And I said, but Eva, I said, think about your friends who never made 70. They would trade places with you for an, in an instant. And she goes, that's true, but look at my boobs, look at my butt, look at that, 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 that. I said, excuse me. Do you want to die young like Marilyn Monroe and look good in your casket? Or do you want to live a good, long, gnarly life and have unbelievable memories to prove it? You know, I, for me, I, I think oh, I want to live as, as, and I want to die learning something. If God takes me home tomorrow, I'll have no regrets. But I'd rather, I'd rather live as long as I can and keep living every single day to the fullest, not instead of being Wendy Weiner about everything, and Patty, <laughs> Patty, you know, pity party. Who wants to be around people like that? Nobody. I'm no. telling you, no, not at all. Not one bit. And uh-uh. I love what you're saying because boy, we have some incredible opportunities right now to live life full out.